You're listening to today's inspirational message on the Proverbs with Kurt Bjorklund. We've said that Proverbs 29 speaks a lot about rulers and leadership. And one of the most important aspects of leadership is self-leadership. Often when we think of leadership, we think about casting vision and giving objectives and creating structures and accountability, those types of things. And that's all important and good when it comes to how we think about leadership. But Proverbs 29 also speaks about self-leadership. A couple examples. Verse 11, a fool gives full vent to his spirit, but a wise man quietly holds it back. Meaning there are times that self-restraint, saying I'm not going to allow my emotions to get the better of me is very important. Verse 20 says this, Do you see a man who's hasty in his words? There is more hope for a fool than for him. And this is talking about getting your words out front of you and saying things that aren't helpful. Verse 22, A man of wrath stirs up strife, and one given to anger causes much transgression. Again, talking about controlling our emotions and that our emotions, when they are out of control, create strife, meaning discord among other people. And so the question today in some ways is, are you self-controlled, self-governed? And then what leads to self-government? What is it that helps you actually um, lead yourself so that you don't inadvertently say things that are damaging, that you don't put yourself in a place where your emotions get the best of you, um, or where you expect and demand from people things that you're not willing to do yourself. We talked yesterday about boundaries and consequences, and if you are not um, willing to follow your own consequences or your own standards, then that will undermine leadership as well. And I don't see in this text an answer to the question, how do you govern yourself? And when you study the scriptures, it speaks about things like discipline yourself for the purpose of godliness in 1 Timothy 4. And there are words of restraint and affirmation. And so This, my point is that in many ways, the Bible doesn't give us a how-to for self-leadership. There are hints certainly throughout the pages of Scripture. But what I think this probably drives at is that, is that there is something important in understanding and seeing what is damaging and just naming it so that we don't get ourselves caught in our own um, foolishness. Um, Verse 5 and 6 talk about a snare. A man who flatters his neighbor spreads his net, uh, net for his feet. So talking about the idea that you use flattery to get ahead. But then verse 6 says, An evil man is ensnared in his transgression, but a righteous man sings and rejoices. Uh, this is, is pointing to the fact that sometimes you create your own damage because of your inability to see what can be harmful and damaging in your own life. There are so many examples of leaders who have 
shipwreck themselves after a long period of time of good leadership because of something they said or a loss of control of their emotions that have led them into sinful choices or patterns of behavior. And so today, a good thing to do is to examine yourself and the loose ends in your life and the leadership holes and resolve to say, I will lead myself well, rather than being blind to my own shortcomings. Thanks for joining us here today. There's a lot of great content to explore on Orchard Hill Plus and on the Orchard Hill main feed from the weekend. Have a great day. 